I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Lockdown Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. Slap, happy, pappy, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? That's a new nickname. I give it to you. That's a good one. <laughs> I am a little slap happy tonight, but I'm ready to go because this is a Monday pod and they're going to beat the crap out of the Jazz tonight so we yeah. can talk trash to David Locke. Oh, I need this. I need this in my life so bad because I know the meetings are coming with, between me and David Locke hey, during Nick. the week. And if the Mavs lose again, this will be the third game the Mavs have lost to the Jazz. And I don't know if I'll be able to live it down. Nick, can you ask me if Rudy Gobert is the MVP candidate? I'll ask him, especially after, especially if no, they no, no. lose. Can you ask me? Will you ask me that question? Hey, Isaac, do you think, like, there's MVP candidates, but do you think Rudy Gobert should be in the conversation? No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. All right, on today's show, we're going to do a little bit of a recap where the Mavericks are right now. Weekend recap from the Knicks and Wizards game. If you didn't listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all that kind of stuff, the new Odyssey app, you can go listen to it there. We did a post-game pod for the Knicks and the Wizards games this weekend, so go check those out. And uh, then we're going to talk about where the Dallas Mavericks have come from, the standings update. The standings are huge right now, so we got to look at some trends and things happening right now. And then we're going to get into the 2021 free agency class. Haven't done this in a little while. Want to talk about who's still available and the targets that have gone for the Mavericks. Seems like everyone's now all down on the 2021 free agency class. It used to be this lauded class of all these all-stars, and there was guaranteed the Mavs are going to get one you know, generational star in it. But now it doesn't seem so. So we're going to break that down and see who's still available. So let's get into that. Uh, but before we do, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're watching right now on YouTube, shouts to you guys. Appreciate Hit it. Subscribe leave- below. Leave a comment <laughs> and review. <laughs> but please do those things. <laughs> we do. We say that sarcastically. But please do those things. I feel things. like I'm an influencer. Uh, but I'm asking the Raccoon Squad. We need you to assemble because we have to get to monetization. We need to get to 1,000 subs. So we need all of you guys to go subscribe to our YouTube channel right now. I think we're at 200-something. And so let's get 800 Honestly, if you. all the people who listened I know, the, we, from like 7 to 7.30, we would hit it. Yeah. If everybody listening right now would go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, we'd definitely make it. So uh, And then some. So let's, so let's uh, get you guys subscribed to our YouTube channel, Lockdown Mavs. Appreciate everybody that does it. E- daily episodes every single day on the Lockdown Mavs YouTube page. All right. So the Dallas Mavericks are now 27 and 21. Remember at one point they were 9 and 14? That seems so long ago. But they are not that anymore. Mavericks, are they back? Right, like the Mavericks are back now. Yeah, I mean, I would say back to. I don't know. I don't know what to say back to, because I wouldn't say they're back to where I thought they would be. I thought they would be better than what they are now. I, I do want to say that you know, before the season started, before COVID outbreak, before everything, I thought this team would be what Phoenix is right now. Like I thought they would be. 
top well, not four. S- not second in the West. But like that type of team to where like the Clippers and Lakers, you know, they're they're having their own stuff. But I thought Dallas would be that regular season team. Now, I know we they have every reason to not be with all the COVID stuff and everything. But even beyond COVID stuff, there's some defensive stuff with KP. There's, you know, Josh Richardson not really being to the level that I thought he would be at. There's some of that stuff that but I thought they would be playing at the same type of level that Phoenix is. And we, everyone would be talking about this Mavericks team. Like they're talking about Phoenix this year. Yeah. I don't think I was that high on them at this point in the season. I thought maybe they'd be where Denver is maybe, which is not, I guess too far off, maybe like three or four games lower, but I thought that they would be like that fourth team in the West. Right. And there would be a couple, like the Lakers and Clippers would be above them. And then one other team, maybe. And then the Mavericks. I thought that that's where they would be. So, but they're back to playing at that level, right? Like this last, these last two months, February and March, have been incredible. The Mavericks have the, since February 1st, the Mavericks have the fifth best record in the entire NBA. They're 19 and nine. They've, uh, you know, had some big wins in that stretch. They have a point. 4-3 net rating, which is eighth in the NBA according to Cleaning the Glass, which is huge. That's all since February 1st. So we're kind of looking at this team in two parts, you know, before February 1st and now post-February 1st because now the Mavericks have had their full squad and all that. Looking at the standings, though, the Mavericks now are in seventh. They're pretty much entrenched in seventh, right? It would kind of be insane if the Mavericks lost the seventh spot because if you look below them real quick, the Spurs are three and seven in their last ten games. They're they're on a downward spiral right now, and they're two and a half games below the Mavericks. And the Mavericks own the season series with them. So if you know push comes to shove, the Mavericks are getting that seven seed. I think uh, the Grizzlies they're also they're three games back from the Mavericks. The Warriors are four and a half games back from the Mavericks, and the Warriors are in a downward spiral too. They have not yeah. looked good at all recently. I think they're three and seven, maybe now two and eight in their past. 10 games because they just lost again last night on Sunday night. So below the Mavericks is looking pretty bleak. Like there's no team rising up that you're like, ooh, man, watch out for this team. Maybe Sacramento Kings, though. Watch Sacramento's out. Sacramento's six and four in their last 10. Marvin Memphis Bagley. is six and four in their last 10. The, the Pelicans have had Zion and Brandon Ingram out for like a week almost, it feels like. So there's nobody like coming to take their spot. And so you look above then. The Mavericks in seventh, they are two and a half games back from the Blazers, which that one is interesting. Blazers finally getting Nurkic back. They're finally getting all healthy, which I think we've already said that this year at one point. So who knows how long that's going to last. And then the team above them is the Mm. Los Angeles Lakers, who are just in 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 an understandable spiral of their own. Four and six in their last 10 games, lost to the Clippers on Sunday, and they are crazy um, when bad luck hits you. What happens, man? They the Lakers have been healthy all year until this AD and LeBron injury, and they haven't had COVID like at all. Like they have had no COVID problems at all this season. It's been pretty wild. Uh, if if you if you uh, indulge in the tinfoil hat experience, there's some there's some stuff there that you can maybe maybe glean from. Uh, but the 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 Lakers are three and four since LeBron's been out, and they're only three games up on the Mavs. Right, and the combination of them still being without AD and LeBron for a while, and the Mavs trending upwards, I think they're going to catch the Lakers at some. And that they play each other twice in a few weeks. And that's the big thing, right? It's it's April twenty second and twenty fourth, I think, and those are going to be huge, massive games. So the thing about the Lakers, though, is I I see a lot of people talking about, oh, they're going to catch the Lakers, they're going to catch the Lakers, but. Once LeBron and AD come back, the Mavericks have to stay at that level 
and not let that you know that Lakers team like overtake them again. They'll have about 14 or so games to be able to make up some of that record. If they go on some, I mean, what if they go 14 and 0 at the end, right? Then the Lakers could be right back up where they were. So really interesting. What do you think about this whole thing, Mavs Lakers? Like, think they're going to catch them? Do you think the Lakers mm-hmm. just bottom out completely? What do you think is going to happen over the next basically two weeks? Well, I do want to say on Portland's uh, front real quick, their next game is against the Clippers. Then they play Utah. Then they play Detroit and then Miami. So those are huge. So three out of those four games are really tough opponents. So I'm not, I don't want to say it's out of the picture for them to catch Portland, but you know, the Lakers (laughs) is the obvious target right now with, because there's just no timetable. There's no date that you can pinpoint and say, hey, AD or LeBron or both of them is going to be back at this date. So, I mean, that's who we're all watching. <laughs> it also sets up for a classic, you know, Caruso 32-point game. They edge out the Mavericks <laughs> in one of those. And Mavericks Twitter is literally, the you know, just burning. Okay, so <laughs> uh, I feel like that moment could happen. But But no, I mean, bring it on. I just want, you know, for Dallas, your number one goal, besides obviously staying in the playoffs, which you look, you know, it looks like a safe thing at this point uh, of at least being in the play in tournament. But your number one goal is just to get out of that play in tournament to where you you don't have to play in it. We all don't want that. Like, let LeBron and AD have fun to play in tournament and the NBA make their ratings money off of all that, Oof. whatever. The Lakers-Warriors uh, play in tournament. I'm still looking for that. Like, I just want that to happen just because. Yeah, I'm sure that'll do better than uh, Space Jam 2 because that looks absolutely trash. Get out of here with your LeBron slander. What Sp- do you think looks good Space about Jam- it? Good. The the visuals are incredible. What do you take, want the plot to be really good and intricate? No, take a break. Read this dang the Iron Giant is and in it. And then we're I gonna come back Giant. and we can oh, we can talk gosh. about this trash of a trailer. Oh my gosh! How do you, how is everything look like? Do you like LeBron's school? Right? Like yes, do you like that's, kids that's going amazing. to school? I love him as a dad, but I don't care about robots. What are we doing? Well, you also hate Avatar, we, so I don't. Th- I don't playing? think we can. I don't think we can take any of your like. TV or movie requests. Did did Wally Seriously. and Lola have a kid and then half and it's the all the Monstar teams? Like, why are they robots? What's going on? Well, that's the intrigue. You got to figure it out. You got to watch the movie. Cool. He gets sucked into a server. Cool story, bro. Yes. Like, do you remember what happened to Michael Jordan in yeah. Space Jam? Do that you was classic. He, he got sucked into a golf hole. Yeah, but it's also the first movie. Now this this is like, hey, we're gonna be Space Jam too because he's always trying to be in the shadow. And coming we're gonna up, make robots? coming up, I'm gonna tell you why Space Jam Two and Isaac's expectations for it are yet another reason why LeBron, in some's mind, will never be able to catch Le- Michael Jordan. We'll talk about oh, that, but we never, really won't. We'll actually talk never, about the maps coming up. Let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest place to put down some money. You can't put down money on the box office or the uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating of Space Jam 2, but you probably should be able to. They have all kinds of stuff on Bet Online, but you can put down some money. Use the promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus to the first deposit. Couple of games up for, for tomorrow. Uh, oh, let's look at the, the national championship game. Uh, Gonzaga, four-and-a-half-point favorite over Baylor. That one's really interesting. I know a lot of you guys are Baylor Bears, and you really want Baylor to win this one. So They're going to smoke Baylor. Go put some money down. Gonzaga might, though. So if you think they're going to at least cover, if it's going to be a close game, all it has to be is a you know a five-point game or a four-point game. 
And uh, you can get that spread too. So go check it out on betonline.ag. Put some money down and then uh, use that promo code locked on to get a 50% welcome bonus. Again, locked on, uh, bet online, <laughs> bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I just yawned. Are you going to turn that into a gift too? <laughs> get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes of Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today on the Audacity app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Isaac Harris. After that, just ridiculous slander of Space Jam 2. Wait, Let's do, get you re- in- do you really think that movie's going to be good? It looks fun, right? Like, it's a kid's movie. It's not supposed to be – you're not mm. supposed to think about it too hard. It's not supposed to be, like, this insane plot that, like, makes a ton of sense, right? It's it's the Kong versus, you know, Godzilla of kids' movies. And LeBron's in it, and there's, you know, little storyline, but you get to see all the visuals. And I love the visuals of bringing in, like, this entire Warner Brothers universe of all these different That's characters. That's the only part stuff. that looks cool. Well, yeah. That's the point of the movies, to make a big spectacle and to make mm. it look good and to be fun. Okay. Is Luca in If it? you want a show, a, if you want a cartoon show with really good plot, watch Avatar The Last Airbender, which I've been trying to make you watch for at least 12 years now. I honestly think I might watch that over the Space Jam movie. Go for it. I would I would much rather you watch that. All I right. will not watch this Space Jam movie. Let's wa- let's talk about um free agency a little bit. Or do you want to I mean the standings update. So You want to could- talk about the Wizards and Knicks again? I don't. They could catch the Blazers. Well, I didn't know if you had any thoughts about those games. Uh, yeah. We did, we did those on the podcast. So there was a uh, you know the Mavericks beat the Knicks, beat the Wizards, shorthanded in the in the Wizards game. That was a rough game to watch. That was just some Melly Melly weird stuff. But Melly seems to have added himself to the rotation, which is pretty nice. Uh, James Johnson, by the way, is doing pretty well for himself. In New Orleans as well, he had another like 17-point game and stuffed the stat sheet starting in place of Zion and uh, Brandon Ingram. So that trade was the J.J. Redick trade. That's what it was billed as. And now it's really the Melly James Johnson swap. It's, yeah. it's, kind, of, it's kind of what it is. It's pretty wild. Hey, so uh, I, I said something on the pod over the weekend. I'm sure, I'm anxious to see what you think about this. I think there's a, a good chance that Melly's on this team next year. That, yeah. That I think this is the, the takeaway from this that – you know, if you're in Melly's shoes and you're 30 and you come here and, you know, when everyone's healthy, you're at least playing a role off the bench. And let's say he's shooting the ball really well. He continues playing like he does. Like, there's no reason, like, if it's decent money not to come back and to continue playing with Luca and all that. So I honestly do think there's a good chance we could see Melly back here next year. I don't think there's any shot that J.J. Reddick's back here. You know, he's, he's going northeast, and I respect that. But I just think that that's what I've been thinking about over the past few days of, oh, we might see Melly in Dallas, you know, a little bit longer than we thought. Yeah, I'm starting to get that vibe, right? It seems like Luca really likes him. It seems like he fits really well with this team as like this backup. He's kind of taking Maxi's spot in on the bench unit, right? Maxi has kind of graduated to that starting spot next to KP. I was gonna say on the bench. There's some people who are like, "Hey, you should start over Maxi. Sit down." No, no, no. We're not no. going that. We're not going that far. But as a contributor, as a guy that can play that type of role, like a decent defender, he's not a good as a, of a defender as Maxi, but a decent defender who can knock down shots that has historically not necessarily been known for knocking down shots, but maybe he will in Dallas. Um, historically, just in the NBA. But yeah, he seems to have taken that sort of role where he can play next to one of these rolling bigs off the bench, like a Willie Colley Stein, like Dwight Powell. Uh, you know, like a Bobon potentially. So that's really interesting. Well, I'll, I'll be I'll be glad to bring him back. He probably won't cost too much. The Mavericks will probably be able to keep him and a decent role player to keep for a while. So yeah, yeah, I'm on board with that for sure. 
Uh, do you have any thoughts about Porzingis and the Knicks, like the Madison Square Garden crowd, like getting to him because he didn't play well again against the Knicks? <laughs> it's funny because going into that game, we we saw KP on Thursday in his media session, and all he did was just praise New York. Uh, the fans, <laughs> yeah, I miss them, miss this city. <laughs> Every time I walk or walk around, everyone's always like, oh, KP. And then that happens. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. There's a lot of stuff of how that went down there towards the end. And, I mean, fans are fans are going to fans. I mean, we're fans. But, fans are but do you think it's getting to KP, though? Do you think it's, like, fully a mental thing where he just can't play well there because the KP sucks, KP sucks, that chant, it just gets to him? Um, or sure. is it the expectations that get to him? No, I mean, we know he's a super competitive guy and he wants the ball and he, you know, and all that. But I think in the, this isn't, this is what I, I think it's, we've seen examples of things that do bother him, uh, you know, him, whether it's position or, you know, rhythm and his rotations and minutes and, you know, all this different stuff. So like maybe it could, I, I don't, I honestly don't know if it is or not. It seems like when you watch the game, it seems like it could, but I don't know. It, it could just be the groove he's in interesting all right let's get into the 2021 free agency class so this class at one point was touted as one of the best classes ever in free agency right you had a bunch of guys and here are the targets that are gone now for mm. the mavericks like gone. Well, this is a depressing list this is we're gonna start depressing and then we'll get a little hopeful at the end lebron james gone right re-signed signed an extension Didn't with the lakers anyway. wasn't gonna be a thing anyway isaac hates him no matter what he does anthony davis is gone he signed an extension he's in la for a while Giannis gone he signed an extension he'll be in milwaukee remember bradley, those days <laughs> yeah that was that was the big thing bradley beal signed a shorter extension so he'll be available a little bit but not for not as a free agent in 2021 paul george also signed an extension to stay in LA. Uh, Rudy Gobert in the, in the vein of LeBron James, he signed an extension, but we didn't want him anyway. <laughs> uh, and then drew holiday just recently signed an extension with the Milwaukee bucks. That was one we were waiting on. We're like, they made this huge move for him. You were so adamant about, they made this huge move for him. He was going to resign. So wasn't going to be an option for the Mavericks. And it proves true. Yeah. It's just, they had to, there's no, <laughs> they couldn't let the, let him walk when they gave up everything. I'm going to give you one more too. Another free agent that's off the table for the Mavericks. This one is not necessarily like fully off the table, but Victor Oladipo, right? Like not an option. If the Mavericks were going to go after Victor Oladipo, they would have tried to trade for him. And there was rumors apparently that they thought about it or, you know, asked Houston how much it would cost to get Victor Oladipo. But if they didn't get him for the price tag that he went to to the heat for, they're not going to get him, you know, in free agency. That's just not a player that they want to go after. Whether that's the Rondo 2.0, trade that Donnie Nelson talked about we don't know right that's we're just speculating if maybe that was the player but uh it doesn't seem like that's an option for the Mavericks just because of what happened after the trade deadline yeah if they wanted him they they could have went and got him and gave up more than what Miami gave up for him and now he gets to the place that everyone has speculated and reported on that this is where he wanted to be and if it gets the offseason and even if Miami if Miami doesn't offer him what he wants then and they traded for him then you're even more hesitant than, than before right. of saying, well, crap, should we pay if he, you know, he wants if, to be there and they, they don't it, think they, he's worth it. Yeah. And if they don't think he's worth it, then why should we think he's worth it? So yes, I agree with you. I think he's off the board now. 
So, all right, coming up, let's get into some guys that are actually going to be available in free agency. There's some pretty good names. We've talked about them a little bit, but let's just give you the list. And this is just free agency, right? I think the the misnomer of the cap space that is just about free agency, and I hope we've given you guys this spiel enough that Mavericks, the Mavericks can do some other things with it. They can make some trades with it. They can take a player into that cap space. They can they have some flexibility here. So let's uh, coming up. Let's talk about that and get into what the Mavericks can do and which players are actually available now that we have uh, sort of reset this 2021 free agency class. But before we do, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. And we know now the winner of the championship, Isaac Harris, mm. coconut brownie chunk. It's the let's bar th- that we knew. We knew it would win, and it came out on top. So you got to keep checking. You got to keep checking to see if that bar is going to come back because they were out of them, and uh, they're still not on the website. But you got to keep checking back to see if that bar is going to be available. That's the best one. It's proven now. The fans voted that that's the best bar. Go get them at BuiltBar.com. There's still some really good flavors. Mint brownie is incredible. We love the Cherry Barcia and the Raspberry. Uh, a lot of people are going to be thinking their ears are ringing with you with this singing. They're like, man, what is going on with my no headphones? <laughs> Uh, go check out some of the other incredible flavors that they have. Uh, and by the way, Built Bars are pretty good for you. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. For example, the Cherry Barcia that we really like, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Go get some. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Also, check out RockAuto.com. It's the place to get all the parts for your car or truck they have everything you need engine control modules brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet whether it's your classic or daily driver get everything you need look up if you're trying to fix up an old car look up the make model of the year and all that stuff see what parts they have available for it they could have something you've been looking for for a long time and it'll get delivered straight to your door you don't have to go to a shop you don't have to go find it somewhere you don't have to bring the you know write down what piece exactly you need or what size and all that you can just go to rockauto.com find it right there at your house and they'll deliver it so Go check that out. And best of all, rockauto.com's prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you want to spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts you could get at rockauto.com? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in today's NBA Draft with the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock draft, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credential draft experts. Follow on Locked On NBA Draft Podcast on Audacity or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some of these names. So we've talked about the names that are gone, right? Giannis, the big one. Uh, Drew Holiday, a new one that's off the board. Bradley Beal, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, all those guys off the board. But who are some names that are still available? There's still a big one, and that's Kawhi Leonard. This Clippers team is, you know, they're like bordering on collapse, it feels like, every once in a while. They they just are missing guys all the time, and they, they lose these really weird games. And we still haven't seen the Clippers, like, put their like foot on the neck, right? Like like how I think Ben and Skin that's like their phrase. But they've gone they've had some really weird stretches where they'll lose, let's see, in a in a stretch here where they played the Mavericks twice, they lost 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 out of uh 7 out of 11, which is just a really tough stretch. They've won a couple since then. They just have some weird losses. They lost to Orlando, they lost to New Orleans, lost to Washington, they lost to 
uh, Sacramento. They've you know just had some. They lost to Atlanta. They've had some lo- weird losses in this, and I'm just not convinced that this team is going to go far enough to convince Kawhi Leonard to come back. Now that's the case for him leaving, right? The case for him staying is still pretty good, right? Uh, he lives in San Diego. He wants to stay with the, you know, he wants to stay in LA, it seems, and all that kind of stuff. But if his team's not good enough and he thinks he can go and win a title with the Mavericks, I mean, I don't know what would stop him. Yeah, I kind of look at the remaining free agents for 2021 as, uh, let's just, you know, since yesterday was Easter, we'll go to the churchy route here. We have the, uh, we have the youth group, we have the young adult. And then we have the elders. Okay, I thought you were so, going to go 12 disciples and then uh, uh, Andre Drummond would be like Judas or something. <laughs> so <laughs> the youth group would be uh, Markinen, Jared Allen, John Collins, Lonzo. The restricted and guys. The the young adult is uh, Kawhi Leonard. And then the elders is Lowry, DeRozan, and Mike Conley. And now there's other names. So we can talk about them, whatever. But those are the main names that I think a lot of people are looking at right now. And... You know, for Kawhi, he's the prized possession right now. And we just you just don't know. I mean, you don't know what Kawhi wants. I mean, yeah, if you had to put money on it right now, it's like, all right, he just stays, uh, you know, stays a clipper. But what happens if they get bounced in the first round? Yeah. I mean, does he just he just run it back? I mean, they don't they're run it back options. They like don't right have now a, they would play Portland in the first round. Yeah. So it's just I mean I guess, but I just don't know. what I mean, Kawhi went to L.A. to be back home. So I just don't see him leaving L.A. You know, he's already home. Could I see him trying to force his way to the Lakers before anything else? I could see that over him going somewhere else. So, I I mean, he's technically still there. I just don't count it. But, I mean, heck, he would be a perfect fit here. So I think for Dallas, it, it comes down to, do you want to make a run at one of the rest- young restricted guys or do you want to do a, a top, you know, heavy? I mean, what am I top ended? What what's the freaking word I'm going for? Like top loaded contract for like an older guy? I don't even a know. Poison pill? No, that's it, a back just, end. That's a back ended contract. Yeah, it's just like a like a. Do you want to do a one or one to two year deal for Mike Conley, Cal Lowry, Demar Derozan? That's high money, and but you don't like hurt yourself long term money wise. Or do you want to go all in and say, we'll give John Collins a max. We'll give Lonzo 22 a year. That's the, uh, that's what they have to decide if they don't go the trade route. Yeah, so the, the Kawhi Leonard's the pie in the sky one. That's the one where like, oh, if everything goes right and the Mavericks could, you know, they hear something before. But the other thing is you don't want to wait until the very end. The Mavericks have kind of done this with a couple free agents recently. Danny Green, one of them. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's been some in the past where they just wait and wait and wait. And then by the end of free agency – they don't really have anywhere else to go, right? They sign a couple of guys that aren't really going to move the needle. And so if Kawhi is that guy, then you could miss out on a Lowry and a Conley or a DeRozan. But I think Lowry would be incredible. I, I, oh, I still yeah. am on the on the fence that – or on the side of the fence that he would be like their Chris Paul, right? He doesn't. They don't need him to yeah. be as good as Chris Paul because the Mavericks are already better than the Suns were. But I think he's that guy that can unlock a bunch of stuff. What are the things the Mavericks have needed? They need a secondary creator. Lowry can be that. You don't necessarily want Lowry to be your primary creator, right? Uh, but he can be that guy and be your primary. He can be your primary creator at times, and then your secondary next to Luca. You, he's played with guys like Kawhi Leonard. He's played off guys like Demar Derozan, right? He's played against uh, off of these really good offensive guys. 
Uh, they're not the passer that's that Luca is. Obviously, they're not the playmaker that Luca is, but they're the they're the type of scores. So maybe that would work even better. Uh, Lowry is also like the hard nosed defensive guy. You think Tim Hardaway Jr. and Jalen Brunson take a lot of charges? You should watch <laughs> Kyle Lowry at any point in his Leads career. Leads the league in charges. He would get a ton of charges for this Mavericks team. I think he would work really well. We would have but- to see what the fit is with him and Carlisle, but I think he could, he I think him or Conley. I like the the player that the Mavericks should go after. Out of Let me class. ask you this: Would you rather have Lonzo three for fifty five, or Cal Lowry one for thirty? I don't. The Lonzo do thing want? is so weird. We need. We'll probably do full pods on this later. But the Lonzo thing, and it's not just him as a player, but anybody that's restricted. What would have to happen is, and it's the same as kind of going after Kawhi. Is you have to wait. Because you sign him to an offer sheet, and you have to wait three days for the other team to max. In that time, anything could happen, and all their options could be done. So they're, you're kind of if you're offering big money to a restricted free agent, you're kind of putting all your chips into that basket. Unless but you they've have done gu- it before, they got Parsons from Houston this way. That's true. And then what happened? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of revisionist history. But uh, and then it could work. It could work the other. It could work the other way where. All of a sudden, you sign guy to a big offer sheet like Ennis Cantor was, and then all of a sudden, you know Portland is stuck with this guy making a ton of money, and uh, you know it just doesn't doesn't super work out for them. So I'm not I don't know about the restricted free agent route. Now that goes to John Collins too. Was John Collins you know guy that is, is worth signing into a huge offer sheet and like holding up all your cap space for that amount of time? I don't know. As players, both Lonzo and John Collins to me aren't the missing piece. But do the Mavericks just have to make a talent play at some point? We've kind of talked about that recently, where do you just have to sign somebody so you don't waste the asset of the cap space? Yeah. And so you get something out of it and then take those guys later and add some draft picks to it and then make a huge trade for a Bradley Beal or somebody like that later. Yeah. So would you rather have Lonzo for three for 55 or Kyle Lowry one for 30? I would go on the route of Kyle Lowry. I okay. think I would go – I think I would kind of go – like that's the best way you can go all in for one year. Now, if you do that, do you lose Tim Hardaway Jr. too? Can you replace what Tim Hardaway Jr. brings? Do no, I'd get- say if you do the one year for Lowry, if they do a one-year type of thing for Lowry or Conley, I don't think it would be one. I think you'd have to give them two. So it would be like a you know two for you know two for 50, something don't like that. give them that. a player option the second year, right? Like- yeah, yeah. I mean, how would the fan base freak out if Dallas gave Kyle Lowry like – Two for fifty-five. Oof! I don't know if they'd freak out. They'd probably get excited at first, and then oh, ch- guy with championship experience and all that, and then there'd be people that would try to throw water on it. But here's the thing: if you bring if you bring on a guy like that, you're in definite win mal mode, obviously. So yeah, you'd have to bring Tim back at a yeah. But could per- you? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you'd be able to bring it back. So. I- I'm not 100 percent sure they can't. His cap hold is 28.5 million. I think they. Yeah, I think you have to renounce that first, and then you have to get like it's. Just, there's a lot of. We have to have a cap expert to talk to us about all this kind of stuff. I mean, Josh um, would be the one you'd obviously let go in that scenario, but. Yeah, well, Richardson has a 11.6 million dollar player option, so it's up to him really, right? If he wants to, to stay or not. So we'll see what happens to him. What if he goes to Miami too, right? Like. <laughs> He could go back there. That's the place where he worked out. So, do you anyway, have some? Th- other, what, I, I have I have some other names though. I wanted to bring. Okay, up. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So, like, so we talked about Kawhi, Lowry, Conley. We've already talked about those guys. DeRozan. We talked about a little bit. There's the restricted guys, like you said. There's the John Collins, Lonzo, Markinen, uh, 
uh, Gary Trent Jr. There's also another guy that's restricted. Jared and that's Allen. Uh, Jared Allen, right. And then Duncan Robinson is another restricted mm, yeah. guy. It's kind of an interesting name that you could sign to a sheet. If you wanted to split the money and give it to like Duncan Robinson and then Rashawn Holmes, like if you wanted to go that route, that kind of shores up your rotation a little bit more than trying to just go after one guy and missing out on some others. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, a guy we've talked about a lot. He has a player option. He's a guy. He's a could- sneaky free agent this summer because he's been hurt. He's been out the whole year. I'm curious what happens. Another kind of sneaky one is Dennis Schroeder. He's going to be a free agent. I forgot about him. Yeah, because he didn't extend. And so we don't know exactly what's going on with him and the Lakers. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm, I would assume he'd resign, but we're not sure. Rashawn Holmes is a guy that people have talked about the center in uh, Sacramento. He's a name. Norman Powell has a player option. Yeah, he right? does. Like if he doesn't want to be in Portland, I don't I don't know why he wouldn't want to be, but if he doesn't think that fit is right for him, they're kind of they're playing him at three right now, which is kind of a weird spot for him. If he doesn't think that's the best fit, then maybe he decides to go somewhere else. Serge Ibaka has a player option. Montrez Harrell has a player option. Those are some, you know, big men in the Mavericks. Mavericks did go after Serge Ibaka, I think. Yeah. And uh Evan Fournier is gonna be unrestricted. Kelly Oubre is gonna be unrestricted. Kelly Oubre. That's kind of the list, though. So all of a sudden, you're like, all right, maybe they need to get more creative with this cap space instead of going after, you know, this just this group of guys. But the, you either go for me, it's either you go all in for Kawhi Leonard, you go all in for Kyle Lowry, or you do like a Dinwiddie Duncan Robinson or like a Rashawn Holmes Duncan Robinson like kind of deal, something like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, well, we have to see how what what happens in the playoffs. You know, if they yep. make a deep run, they're like, all right, well, we're a Dinwiddie away. Then there you go. Or if they get bounced in the first round, you're like, well, crap. We have some big things we have to do this summer. And like you said at the beginning, when we first started talking about this, it's not just free agent stuff. There's so many different trade stuff that could happen over the summer. I mean, you look at you know, look at Atlanta at the trade deadline. Some people were bringing up Bogdan Bogdanovich at that point. You know, yeah. if, if Atlanta's looking at paying, you know, John Collins and they're like, well, we got to get rid of some contract. Those are type of situations where you're like, well, Bogdan's not technically a free agent. But then, bam, you're taking that contract on as basically your free agent at that point. So there are situations like that that we ha- we'll have to monitor you know, over the summer, too. There you go. That's a little bit of an update for the 2021 free agency class. Again, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. I got one for you, Luke. Um, what does it feel like to be unstoppable <laughs> as a player? Who's unstoppable? You are. <laughs> <laughs> no, who, no, who has no, stopped no, no. you? I mean, 